So here we have it, our first Halloween themed episode mm. of the month for this year. We do love well. I love Halloween for candy or should be candy, I'm not American. And pumpkins, even though I don't like pumpkin lattes because I don't like coffee. But not really for the scary movies, I would say. I'm not a big fan of the scary films, which autumn is my favourite season, but (laughs) not when Paul's like, oh, we're going to be putting on scary films. I do get a little bit apprehensive. I'd like to know, this is the first episode where we've got some intro music as well. Courtesy of Arnav, I hope I'm saying that right, from 909 Music. He kindly let us use his music for the opening track, so thank you for that. Thank you, Paul, for searching long and hard trying to find that right. Something, yeah, something that blends in and a nice little musical sting that'll work for his little short intro piece. So. Yes. But now we get on to the main topic of our first film we're going to be discussing this month and that is A Quiet Place. I picked this one thinking because Paul's actually let me somewhat semi-pick by the titles not with much background info really unless I've asked the question. What's yeah what's this? Entailed. Entailed, Um, So I thought, A Quiet Place, that doesn't sound scary. That doesn't sound frightening. What's wrong with sitting somewhere nice in a quiet place? You know, so I thought, oh, well, this one will be hopefully a little bit easing me into maybe what I've got in store. I'd definitely say it's from the list of what we've got planned out is probably definitely the, the most easiest one to get into. And it's quite a nice tight hour and a half yeah and I think but, I, but generally that's how or it should be really in fairness it shouldn't be going on for too long because they can because you've got to be quite fast paced with how you to get the, get the stories in. yeah yeah <laughs> you kind of gave me a brief overview of somewhat what this kind of entailed and i thought it quite linked quite closely to what's happened this year yeah okay it's a bit different but it's somewhat kind of similar to where your normal life is being hindered and the way that you live you're having to adapt and change yeah to certain scenarios and I think that was quite key to what we kind of saw in this one I think this one's a lot more extreme in Mm. the sense of this thing actually coming after you if you make a sound However, I feel like if that was the case with coronavirus, people might behave a little bit more. Yeah, if the actual, actual a physical thing would. Yeah, I think because you can't actually see it, I think that's the problem. Whereas if this thing was running at you, <laughs> literally, I think people might think about it. 
so it's quite interesting, obviously, because it's quite quiet. Obviously, they can't talk. They As do the title talk. suggests, yeah. The sign language. language. I did go, I did say to you, I would have been interested to see another family or something like that who didn't have a deaf daughter to how they would have adapted because it's like, well, quite handy for them, like the new yeah, sign language. based on her, yeah. Like, what if you didn't know sign language? What other way could you communicate? Would it be that you'd have to be writing? And stuff. But that would drag, wouldn't it? If you had, to, you had someone stand there with a chalkboard or something going, yeah. scribbling down, like, come on, this is dragging the Or would you down. make your own, like, sign Some language? Lunch, because yeah. you wouldn't know. It's not like you can learn it. Well, I guess well, you could find a, I don't know, a YouTube video and put it on silent or something. <laughs> Just hope that it... Well, if there's, an, if there's any signal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't um, think it's the type of world where the state that the world is in this sort of disarray that there's going to be wi-fi and <laughs> stuff going on well, it, quite... is, it is in the we saw didn't we that it was like in present actually it was like future dated so to speak yeah so weirdly the actual year that the boy the little boy that ends up getting killed off is only four years old because he was born in 2016 and it said to 2020 when he's at the grave. Which I... It's kind of like, well, gosh, that's how apt. Is that in a sense? Everyone knew that 2020 was going to be a bit of a... Yeah, yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. that was kind of known. So I did think that was a bit scary and a bit spooky. That freaked me out more than the actual thing of coming out and attacking me then was the mm-hmm. fact that that kind of tied in. Yeah. And you also said as well... That it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of like Bird Box, isn't it? Except it's like the opposite way around. Instead of something seeing something and getting killed off, it's a sound-based Which monster. Which one was before? Was this a quiet place before Bird Box? I think it might have been the same year, in fact, weirdly enough. Do you think people knew that something like this was going to happen? Like, had a... Permanent... We normally have those Mayan calendars saying the world's going to end in... Sort of thing, but nothing like specifically like this. <laughs> That's true. It kind of jumps you in as well to the film. So my a little bit of frustration was I really like background knowledge. So like I want to know where this thing came from. Why it just kind of put bumps you yeah, back it was like into day, day forty-seven or something. Eighty or yeah, eighty-nine yeah. or something yeah, yeah. ridiculous, and it's like, well, wait a minute. How did these things appear? What are they? Are they alien? Or is it like a weird spider? Because it has quite a few legs mm. and it crawls, but then it's got a weird head that has like multiple ears. Like that's like it's censoring yeah, yeah. when it's listening. Up, yeah. And it kind of spears you when it hears a noise, like with its legs. That's how it like kind of yeah. kills you. And it's like, well, that's no creature I've seen. So some is it my maid? Oh, really? <laughs> is it like an alien? Yeah, it's not not really established. I'll say that for the film, it's no like even like when you see like stuff on on the walls and like where they've got their cabin and everything, you know where they're living. Mm. There's nothing on that. It's kind of just saying saying like paper, newspaper headlines saying unkillable things like what's their weakness and all that kind of st- stuff. And yeah. but there's nothing on there saying this is a da da da. And like that came even... from the depths of the earth or something or anything weird like that. It's it doesn't even have a name, does it? Nobody no. even says. So, like, we've got no. further with coronavirus because at least we have actually a name for it. Whereas this thing is, like, they don't even know what it is. And it's like, well... But they get to a point of where, like, they're 
daily life is so extreme to a point of there is no supermarkets. So obviously, you know, the beep of the gun would drive that thing insane, wouldn't it? Yeah, there's Boop. not going to be people. Everyone would be like, doom, 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 all dead in yeah. space. Of... <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but that's how my brain was working, thinking, yeah. Yeah, you could think that everything is, you do, walking down the street with high heels, you'd be dead. Yes. Be closing the door too loudly, you don't you know, that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, they couldn't close the doors, could they? They didn't. No. That's how the things got in. Yeah. It's like, I even thought, well, what if you cough? Or. Have any other bodily function that you need to? Yeah, do, do. drinking gassy cans of pop or anything. Yeah, it's like what 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 are you gonna do? Uh, so I know for me personally, this would be quite hard for me. I'm quite clumsy. I I do drop things a lot. Not as much as you think, maybe, but I wouldn't say you were that super clumsy in the situation. But like, whoa, 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 you know, like... I feel like I would be like the weak link though. Like, between me and you, I can't even hear you coming into the room sometimes. Yeah, I'm and a... I'm a... <laughs> you'd be fine. You would literally, like, you sound like you walk on a cloud or something ridiculous because I can never hear you come in. Obviously, if you, like, stub your toe or something, thing, that's always, like, really hard to mask. But I suppose you just have to try and be mindful of things like that. Mm. Like... You would. I think it's a case of even, like, I walk like a baby elephant, so... I don't know how I'd have to be like, and I notice as well, even in the new house, I'm able to find where the creaky floorboards are. Like, mm. if I was able to get, like, a chocolate bar every time I found a creaky floorboard. Or well, the fridge door creaky <laughs> where it's sitting behind the door, it's that creak, so... We'd be dead. To, uh, so, yeah. So, obviously, there's a principle of this they're kind of being really stripped back to basics they're kind of i think harvesting their own food so obviously going to the river to get fish for like the protein they're trying to get any odd scrap bits to help their daughter with the hearing aid as well as setting up like a base where they can see things coming yeah at them they've also got this light thing where they kind of can change it if it's like a danger to oh Mm -hmm. we're okay yeah. we'll have a white light but if it's really bad it's red and I'm just thinking where have you got all this stuff from this is so unrealistic there's no supermarkets available everything was empty on the shelves is Amazon still working because I don't know what's going on right now because how they're getting all their stuff is beyond me like the amount of lights and they were all the same like come on yeah. at least pretend like get some Christmas lights up there yeah. or something to look a bit authentic because it was like not mega realistic. So, yeah, so at this point, it'd been they're in this sort of like farmstead place that they've, yeah, they've, they've got to set up now. This is like sort of obviously moved on a bit since the death of the little boy that the daughter feels responsible for. Well, it's for her fault. Because she gave him, or, or like just gave him the toy that he was playing with that had the batteries that made the sound. If it was me, I would say, that, right, here's a toy, let's get going, rather than put it on the table with the batteries and the little boy just go, ooh, batteries, so to make mm. the sound things, so or just chuck them, or some, but, well, put them in your pocket, yeah. out of the way, and then have to deal with them, and then maybe dispose of them somewhere. But, so then, obviously, now, another factor is, which, which kind of sort of annoyed me, but I guess, it, you know, it can't be helped if you 
you know, in the moment thing like some people do, but, you know, the mother and the father, they were actually a real married couple, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I do like Emily Blunt. Normally when I watch anything she's in, it never disappoints me. And as well, she's British, so I do think she's <laughs> a good actress and really pretty. Um, she's now pregnant. So, yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, like, well, I think that if that's going to happen, there's going to be a point where you're going to be screaming in pain because you're giving birth and also mm. you've got a screaming baby. When yeah, it's out. not it's... practical, is it, really? Yeah, not really. But, like I said to you, well, it's one of those things where you can't really control it, I don't think, now. It's just, maybe, I don't think they planned it. If they did, I don't know why. I would I not have done that. If I, I, don't, I don't even want one now with everything that's going mm. on in the world. Never mind when you've got can't have a crying baby. Yeah. So, yeah, that birth scene is a bit dramatic, isn't it, really? That's when it kind of gets to the nitty-gritty part, really. Because mm-hmm. it's all, all based around this one family. And you kind of have this relationship where the daughter thinks the dad resents her because of what happened to the little boy but but all he does is actually truly de- definitely dote over and love her because yeah, he wants to help her out with her hearing aid issue so that she can actually hear and her environment which is you know and she's, she's so seems so ungrateful yes really. she's despite my the fact yeah. character she's she's really horrid to say that she is deaf and it's like well i should should really feel sorry for her yeah i don't I, it's, yeah it's like it's yeah. weird because normally i would be like oh well she's you know there'd yeah. be some sympathy but there isn't because yeah. she's so stubborn yeah and no offense to her but she's just got a pretty hard face anyway so mm. that doesn't help the fact and then she's scrunching her face yeah. up for half the film yeah so it's just like yeah no i can't really feel too much sympathy for her in a sense of how uh, she's acting and how everyone else is acting around kind of thing but especially with the circumstances that are going on it's like you can't be overreacting like that mm. you need to all stick together you can't just be having your teen tantrums you need to grow up mm. yeah a lot quicker in these environments so back to the poor mother a daughter had decided to run away at this point i feel somewhat she was kind of visiting the little boy's mm. grave right. yeah but if she'd have gone back or not, I'm not sure, but she saw the red lights on and panicked and ran back home to help. But really, if she hadn't snuck out in the first place, she'd have been there to help her mother. Obviously, the dad and the little boy were out training the little boy up. And the reason why the girl looked like she was going to run away was because she wanted to go with the dad and learn what her dad was doing. However, her dad said it wasn't safe because obviously she can't hear. So like if this thing was creeping up on her, she would have no clue. Nor if she stood on like a twig or something, would she have realised? Yeah, exactly. So she's a bit of a threat, really. So she didn't see it that way. Of course not. And funnily enough, the little boy didn't want to go, did he? <laughs> no, he's quite terrified of the whole aspect of it. Which I don't blame him for, because I'd be pretty scared in that situation, dealing with these creatures that I don't know where they're going to appear, just by any sort of slight sound going on yeah it's quite daunting really especially because he's only so young i think it's but obviously they're like the same you need to learn so that they can defend themselves and in case of anything inevitable happening to any of the parents that they need to learn this don't they so it's mm-hmm. 
understandable to protect the children but at the same time they need to educate them to how to survive with these circumstances we do get to a point of where you you said and again that you were a little bit like well how does this work the water running yeah i, I guess when i first sort of thinking well that's a bit strange because that's you know that's that's a lot of sound but then i guess if it's too much noise going on all the time for them the creatures then it might be a bit too disorienting for them and they'll be like oh i can't figure out where i'm supposed to be going kind of thing or it's just too loud in the yeah. sense even though it's not high pitched like it comes into play with the whole hearing aid mm. being up too loud which for most people can be and in any way with you know that kind of oh, ah, kind of a bit loud but i think that's the case with why they're not always around where the water is or like you're saying with the high pitchedness so i think it's anything that's like a constant noise i think that then kind of drives them insane if it's just like one little noise and yeah. then they can go for it and kill whatever like i don't even know why they're killing are they eating them or they're just killing you know what's that both yeah you don't really see that do you no it's just normally right there's somebody that's got killed yeah and then that's it it's done yeah. it's like well i'd ca- if you were eating them then i'd kind of let you off <laughs> a little bit because like, at least you know yeah okay it's the way of nature you need to eat to yeah. survive which i could understand but you kind of don't even get that concept it did make me jump a little bit, but the only reason it did that was because the film was so quiet. When it kind of built up suspense, it was they sh- did their striking out kind of thing. Yeah. It was so loud in comparison to how quiet the rest of the film was. Yeah, it'd been interesting to see this in the cinema actually. You know, for normally because obviously you know we've got the big speakers mm. blasting out your sound and stuff. You can hear it just walking down the corridors. For other films, sometimes. In this, obviously, it's been almost always fairly quiet anyway, other than mm. normal background noise. Yeah. That, you know, then you probably would be like jumping out of your seat all the time for the loud musical stings do come. Mm. Yeah, I think definitely been interesting to see how eerie it felt in the cinema as well, because like it's such a big space and it's so I think it would feel a little bit more like. If the noises were coming, that the creature was going to come after you. <laughs> wasn't mega scared there. I've been more yeah, scared. Yeah, I knew, I, for, knew that you wouldn't really I find this that terrifying. Yeah. Soundly, I didn't. It didn't hinder me in any way or yeah. form. We know like there's that. no real creatures that go yeah. and people based on sound. So, what did you make of the designs themselves, sir? I don't really know what they were going for. I think they had a couple of legs, so I didn't really like that. They don't really like spiders, so they reminded me more of a, a spider, mm. in in my opinion. Yeah, so it, yeah. I, in I didn't appreciate that. Okay. You probably liked the design. It looked more like a yeah. spear, kind of. Yeah, foot. I want to know about the whole, almost like splitting your head open, kind mm. of, for to hear the, everything, but. I guess that makes. Was that the his most... ears, or did he have like sensory skin, yeah. or? or but the sides did, at least. And then the rest of it all... I'm guessing maybe that's just mm. open more openings. I don't know. But it would look a bit daft if it just had big, big like, big human ears on the side of it. So I guess it's kind of <laughs> makes it a bit more alien and creepy to have these, like, weird... Like, it did look more alien-like than yeah, anything, anything yeah. else, to be fair. That's kind of what I thought in the end it was. It was like something had come into planet Earth yeah. and kind of trying to take over. Yeah. 
So you kind of come to the end where it all kind of gets kicking off because obviously the mother's giving birth in the bathtub at this point. There's actually a creature, I don't really know what you yeah. can call it, in the house and there's ones lurking around in the field bits. Yeah. Obviously the dads and the boy have come back so they're setting off some fireworks so it kind of covers your qualm there, doesn't it, a little bit because she's being very, very quiet and holding in the pain of trying to give birth. Yeah, up, up, up until the point when sent off the what the dad calls rockets, which are just like fireworks, just to obviously make a more distracted sound. And then she's like, like yeah, just like a masking that. But worked quite what well. If, I mean, I don't know, you know, if one's still been lingering around or something in fairly close proximity, could have still potentially got her, but you know, it could have done. But it, I'm wondering if it depends on how loud sound is like to what can overtake mm. that if that makes sense yeah that quite worked in quite well because obviously i was thinking no way is this woman not going to scream all the way through labor yeah she's gonna have to at least let one little kind of pain out otherwise she's not going to be human mm. herself she has a baby mm-hmm. oh that's quite a funny scene that is that bit where the dad comes up to the bathtub. There's all blood in the bath, so he thinks obviously that she's dead. Yeah. At this point, but actually she's locked herself in this shower cubicle, and this actually this bit made me jump because I didn't expect it. Mhm. And it was yet again because it was so quiet. She did the kind of hand boom, mm-hmm. and onto the glass, and then scraped down with his bloody hand. And that it was just the glass no- noise that scared me. And it was just that kind of dramatising, making you think, well, it looks like, is she dead or is she just yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. reaching That's out That's what your son would then... do if they were like, oh, no, no oh. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's like, why why do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I did think that was quite, that did make me chuckle after I jumped a little. There was another part that made you laugh as well, wasn't it? When the, the boy and the girl were in like this corn stash and she jumps in she's kind of like drowning in <laughs> and they're trying to pass this metal door to one another to try and get out of the corn because they're drowned in like corn quicksand or something yeah and it's like well i did say to you didn't i it's like it's i'd rather die drowned in by corn than i would this thing coming at me and stabbing me but you did point out that actually the corn death <laughs> will be a lot slower and more painful but if you less likely to drown by corn than get stabbed to death by death this by spider corn. thing. Yeah, but at least that pretty in an instant really if you get killed by one thing. I guess. So yeah, that was quite dramatic the way that they were in the corn like <gasps> yeah, again, so that did make me chuckle and I didn't think really a horror film or whatever this is classed as for a scary movie Halloween. Mm that I'd been laughing through it. Obviously, there was a sad moment where the dad puts his children first and sort of sacrifices himself, which, to be honest, I know it sounds really horrible and people might not like me for saying this, but I think, really, the dad shouldn't have sacrificed himself. We should have just got that girl who was being moody all the way through, so bloody ungrateful. Really, if anybody needed to go, she was the one who was the least like deserving I think the dad was more practical it's like one of those weakest link things it's like well who's going to actually benefit the team 
later on in down the line. Well, as we do discover, it is her. It is her equipment. But who made it? Dad. Yeah. So now that you don't have dad because you killed him off because you were so ungrateful for the fact that he's actually created this thing that kills all the monsters. Well, not not kills, sort of disrupts them to weakens them to be able yeah. to be shot. So it is dad really that saves the household. Yeah, okay, she figured it out, so, but she could have figured it out a hell of a lot sooner when she turned it off in the car. Then the dad wouldn't have died. So, sorry. I know I'm nitpicking at that, but it is it is a case of I just really don't like her. Mm-hmm. And I feel horrible saying that because, you know, she's, like, obviously got no hearing, mm-hmm. but she's not really... She's not one of those people, you know, when somebody actually has a physical disability? Yeah. They seem to be so much more grateful for life. And they, like, let's say you've got no leg. Yeah. And then there's people going, dancing and jumping off cliffs and doing ridiculous things like mountain climbing. It's like, well, she's one of those that just sits there and feels sorry for herself. Yeah. So, obviously, like we said, the hearing aid saves the day because of the high frequency. And then she puts it on a speaker and wamps up the amp and mm-hmm. it's really loud and then disorientates this thing and then the mum kills it. Yeah. I do feel sorry for the mum the most out of all of this because A, her husband's died. Yeah. Now she's responsible looking after two children, well, That's a moody teen and then a little boy and then a baby. Baby, which is making noise. I feel sorry for the baby because it's like coming to this world, right? You're going in this little handmade coffin thing mm. that on an oxygen thing so you can breathe just so that you can just be quiet what a way to come into the world but then i guess is it better the devil you know because it's like well this child will be raised in an environment where yeah true. he won't know any different is it worse to be like oh well i wish i could like the like the little boy that died mm-hmm. wanting to play with toys and wanting that noise yeah. and whereas this one's never gonna know so He's not going to know any... He's not the wiser, is he? So you can't miss what you don't know. No. You said at the end, didn't you, about like, oh, well, that's a bit of a, a bit of a cop-out, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, because you don't... You see all these Other things coming. on the telly, you know, that they've hooked up yeah. very nicely. Like, where did you get all them screens yeah. from? You know, and it kind of then ends with the scene where the daughter and the mother... Like, looking at each other type thing, like, I'm going to put the amplifier on, or whack. Mm. You load the shotgun and then cut to black. Yeah, so you you assume they survive, but, yeah, but you don't actually see the action of it, and it's like, well... No, at this point, no, there was going to be a, a sequel coming out, but it hasn't come out yet. It was actually supposed to come out this year. In 2020. Enough, <laughs> but um, that's been put on hold as well, so... Like most things. The only thing I'd be rushing to go and buy a ticket to the cinema, not just because of COVID, but just in general um, for this film. Yeah. But off topic slightly about the fact that news about the cine worlds being closed. I know. So it doesn't, I don't know if we'll soon not have any cinemas at all, the way things are going. But I hope that's not the case. I really no, do. I really but don't. I know. Cineworld was a bit more of an affordable cinema, wasn't it? Yeah. It did have a lot more bums on seats. Not very comfy seats, but... Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, the, every average Joe 
view really I guess mm. not like gym. a showcase experience yeah. with the leather chairs yeah, not, yeah. but still I used to go to Sydney World mm-hmm. yeah, kind of a lot to, all the time when I was younger yeah yeah it's really sad to see that kind of be going under because of Covid also there's not as many films being produced no they're just getting pushed back or they're coming just straight to video services which no, isn't always too bad but then kind of look at them going the prices of them are quite steep but I know mm. they've got to make the money back somehow this is the, the catch 22 really with yeah. the whole thing also it's a case of I don't want to be watching a movie for two hours mm-hmm. and then obviously in the cinema eh, watching your trailers if there is any yeah. Yeah. and wearing a mask for that length of time yeah. unless you can eat something and then you might get away with not having to wear one Mm-hmm. But it's just the thought of being in that environment, I think, for that length of time with other people that you don't know. It's quite sad. Yeah. But I do love the cinemas. That's what was our first date, wasn't it? So yeah. don't really want them kind of to vanish. No. So apart from the cop-out ending and the fact that then you kind of pointed out that there was going to be another one, I think I did get a little bit annoyed, like, of the run out of budget or something for the, the movie now to kind of finish the final fight scene that's you know like it's like cutting the marvel halfway through the end battle that's how it felt for me mm. it was like are we really not going to see this like come yeah. to light yeah i know what you mean yeah so with all that being said then what what's going to be your scoring for this film mm-hmm. it's definitely got a perk because it's got emily blunt in it and that's always an actress that I like to see. Mm-hmm. But then you have to get demarked a little bit for that snotty teenage girl that's a pain in the bottom all the way through. Mm-hmm. Even though she saves the day, she's just a pain. I think for me as well, the concept of not knowing where this thing came from, if they killed them all in the end and then went back to normal life in society, mm-hmm. does kind of leave me in a lot with uh, wanting a hell of a lot more from this. Yeah. I'm quite glad we did pick it because I wasn't that scared. I don't think it was that bad. If all of these are going to be like that, I'll be fine. But I think as well, it was a physical thing that I knew didn't exist. So I was okay to sleep at night, whereas if it's a ghost or... <laughs> I think a ghost isn't a physical thing that exists. but No, know. to me it does, or a spirit or something like that, then I am definitely not going to be sleeping. Right, yeah. So I think overall it's not a bad film, and I do recommend people to go see it, but this has been very, very nice. Mm. Probably a seven or a six and a half, I was going to say. More generous than me then, I think. Really? Yeah. Which are you going for? You're going six, five or seven? I'd go six and a half, I think, just because of the basics of it's being quite a creative film with the fact that it's silence. So yeah, I've not seen that kind of play out before, really, in a film that mm. way. Okay. Despite the fact that it's it is kind of like a, oh, that's kind of a clever idea, but I didn't really latch onto it the first time around, so I was kind of hoping that me watching it again with you as like an, another perspective of it would make it seem a, like any different. I made it worse, yes. didn't I? No, you about the same kind of like you you kind of said about like 
you point out rather the, the, the pregnancy thing being well you know like those things kind of do happen and it's mm. kind of thing you can't plan those things so it's kind of just like that's just how it is and and, and things like that but, but they could have not had sex and it, that's what right. that's what kind of a known it's like well yeah you knew if you know what you know what comes from doing that potentially yeah. and just other things like that is thinking that yeah you're gonna make noises because you know there's no avoiding that kind of stuff it's yeah. gonna just slip up and but uh, anyway it's kind of planning your own death in a little way, isn't yeah. it? So, really, it's going to be six, really, yeah. overall. It's kind of just more the concept of it is good and solid. And the two main leads work well, because obviously they're husband and mm-hmm. wife. So I think they're the strong point of the film, yeah. to be fair. I think the rest of the kids... Are yeah, even the monster designs themselves don't look that cracking no. as a concept, so it's... And they don't and look real enough to... I think they're quite basic. There's some of them just don't sit well with me, really, is a thing. I might have liked it if it was a lot younger, but as a more, more mature... <laughs> um, Elderly man. <laughs> um, it doesn't doesn't really grab me as... I probably would as a more, te- a, you know, a teenage version of me. I'd have probably liked it a lot more, so... Hmm. So thank you so much for listening to our thoughts. Of course, go and watch it. It is a really interesting watch just for the silent aspect yeah. of it. I've never watched a film so silent. Not even a silent film. <laughs> no, because you still have that little bit of noise, don't you? Yeah. And pianos, not mm. like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously not poo your pants, scary or anything like that. But no, it's, definitely it's, not. It's no, it's an okay watch, I'd say. Yeah, it's not not a bad watch to watch, but definitely one of the nicest, and I probably will be wanting to score it a higher later on once we've gone further down the Halloween month that mm. we're going through. Yeah, you know, you know what we're going to be reviewing next, don't we? Yeah, we do. So it's going to be we're going to be talking about two of them, in fact, two different versions: the Daniel Radcliffe Woman in Black, mm-hmm. firstly, that you haven't seen. And also the one that neither of us seen, which is the like TV adaptation version. It's come out recently, and I've got it on Blu-ray. So I'm intrigued to see what it sort of differentiates between you know like that sort of low, almost low budget of the of a television production, and then a more stylized-ish. So now I thought when you said there was two, that one was like the one with Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter was a remake or something like that. That's what I kind of got in my head. I suppose it maybe was. I don't know. It was just an adaptation of right. Well, because I know there's like a, a theatre production yeah. of it as well. So I do get to see him naked in this, don't I? I think I do. Uh, I'm sure I get to see a bottom. I can't remember that part of the, <laughs> the story to us. I might so, be wrong, I might be getting something else mixed up, maybe. but I know there was a bit of a controversial... Maybe that's wishful thinking. <laughs> I know he did something where yeah. he was naked, okay. and it kind of... It's like, Harry Potter, naked? <laughs> um, and it was quite shunned upon, because obviously he was stepping away from that role and yeah. dipping his feet into different kind of things. Yeah. However, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, and this is the first time I will have seen Daniel Radcliffe in another film. Believe, really? Mhm. Because mm. he went down a bit, a bit of a film 
area where I wouldn't really normally go. So I kind of did say to you, I'd, I'd be interested to see how, what, perform how his performance is. Okay. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay. That sounds good, doesn't it? So, mm -hmm. so thank you, everybody, for having listened to this. And, of course, you can listen to our previous episodes over on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And, of course, we're on the social media platforms of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, under the handle SP Film Viewers. We also encourage, well, I do, to start doing Halloween month. As most people probably do for anything to do with movies, so, yeah. Especially as well, even I've got my decorations out now for Halloween. I feel like it's kind of started to be like a Christmas thing. You start Christmas in December, don't you? Yeah. The same thing. Why Why just have a day of it when you could make a whole month it's of it? Exactly, yeah. And especially with everything going on, I think everybody needs a bit of cheering up. Yeah. So, I hope you all enjoy that and I hope you enjoy what we bring. See you next time, yeah. So, speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Take care now. Yeah, take care, everyone. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.